That scream means we are in the depths of the agony booth. But there's a twist this week, and we'll get into that later. But even more exciting is we have a very special guest this week. And I'm going to top it off with the very king, oh, excuse me, prince of Trek himself, Sean Farrick. Dude, thank you so much for joining us. Welcome aboard, Sean. Yeah. Thank you so thank you so much for having me here. Um also that intro is brilliant. Like like <laughs> thank you. it's 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 a good day when Remix head explodes. Um, <laughs> yeah. Thank you so much, Sean. We appreciate that. We appreciate that. The guy next to me has been the the mastermind behind everything. He's the the crang to our uh Android, so <laughs> way too much time on my hands. Yeah. <laughs> All <laughs> right. Well, I'm also joined by my buddies Jason Squared, Jason Roy Gaston, and VHS Jace, our Spectrum Overlord and the Master of Cats. Absolutely. Uh, yes. So he's got uh, Murder Bean is the newest edition, and we found out some interesting news. Oh, no, about- no, 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 no. Murder Bean is not the oh, newest not the edition. edition. Oh. No, the newest edition is Whoopi Doombooger. All right, just, oh. uh, just to yes. clear this up for Sean, uh, Jason's our crazy cat lady. He owns, yeah. like, all the cats. I have six cats Because he's in a my good human right being. Yes, I'm I'm rehabilitating them for release into the wild. Aww. Yes. Yeah, see? He's a good oh, man. man, you make the rest of us look bad. I feel like I a bad have, human I being know. compared to I show Jace. up, that just happens, I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's fine. I've, I've, I'm rehabilitating myself for release into the wild, if that counts. Um, I think after, after this weekend gone, after that con, I'm like, right, I'm going to need some rehab after that. Yeah, Definitely. Yeah. Um... Shall we jump into the synopsis? It's Absolutely. Long, Good luck long. with this one, Captain. Thank you. I appreciate it. Enterprise, uh, Star Trek Enterprise. Cogenitor? Wait. It's <laughs> <laughs> cogenitor. Cogenitor. Yeah, right? cogenitor. Yes. Cogenitor. Yeah, cogenitor. Okay. <clears throat> Star Trek Enterprise. Cogenitor. Enterprise encounters a hypergiant star. While there, they make first contact with the Vissians a technologically sophisticated race with three genders. While making quick friends and eagerly learning about the advanced technology, Trip gets curious about the Vissian's third gender, known as the Cogender. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Cogenitor, excuse me. Who is crucial in the Vissian reproductive process. Against the wishes of the Vissians, Trip befriends the Cogenitor and encourages it to defy its cultural boundaries, which the Vissians are made aware of and are angered by. Uh, you're going to make me pay for this, aren't you, Joe? Sorry, I was just laughing so hard. That's my fault. But, you know, it's good vocal exercises. Yeah, yeah. You're going to get better at that. All right, so let's hop into it. WTF, did we? Because that's how we feel after we've watched the episode. It's like, uh. Usually, usually. But this one was a good one. The, the noise just makes it. Yeah. <laughs> we have this running gag where that was just two millimeters away from being a TVMA. Yeah. 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 yeah I mean, because he was he was older then. Things gravity. It, you know. Well, I think that if they if they had filmed that same scene today, definitely TVMA. Yeah. They'd they'd be like Tarzan <laughs> down there. They would have had to give him a scant <laughs> instead of the. Uh... <laughs> long shirt. Uh, all right, so we're going to start off with Jason Roy Gaston. What? 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 TF did we just watch? We watched a masterpiece. 
Mm-hmm. It was an absolute masterpiece. Uh, one of my primary uh, gripes about Enterprise is that it never really took on its own premise and it just wanted to be another Voyager or another next generation. And it never embraced the whole, we're the first ones out here and we're figuring it out. And this episode did that. It was a a new civilization, a strange new world and a, a mistake. The road to hell is paved with good intentions. And Mm -hmm. I, I love episodes like this because no one is right. No one is wrong. And as T'Pol wisely says at one point, we can't judge another culture by our own standards because who the heck are we to do that? Yes, yes. Sean? Um, It is easily one of the best episodes of the first two years of Enterprise. Uh, And Jason, completely agree. This is one where it was just like, you can tell that maybe in the series Bible for what Enterprise was to be, that this would have been one of the episodes you would pitch that idea with of, we go out there and with the best of intentions, we ruin something. Like they've done comedy episodes like that before. Uh, there's one in Enterprise where Trip leaves his, or uh, sorry, Reed leaves his communicator on a planet, and you know there's a bit of a bit of a hijinks to get it back. And you know we've done things like this. Here you have a civilization who's actually more advanced technologically than humanity at this point, and you know we in our blindness and in our sort of arrogance Mm. we managed to create something devastating because you know we have uh, i suppose spoilers um Mm. someone dies and a child is now not going to be conceived because this is how the congenitor works in this in society um and then it's and yet it still makes you go was trip right or wrong Oh God, what would I have done? Archer has probably one of the best lines of the episode, which is basically, how can you say I did what you have done or you would have done if I don't know what I would have done? And I thought, oh, that Mm. was good. Yeah. VHS, geez, well said, Sean. Look, it's hard to add to what these two guys have already said, but the main thing that from a storytelling perspective, to me, what make the great stories are the ones that stick with you after. And this one stuck with me because it is such a moral dilemma where, you know, you could drive yourself nuts trying to figure a way out of this, out of this problem. And there is none, you know, uh, you, you, you absolutely sympathize with both sides of the fence here. Um, and and it, it, it's gripping because of that. Um, I think for me, this is one of the strongest episodes of Enterprise period for me. Because it, it is a bold story and it's done well. And, um, you know, Trip, you know, as a character, walks away a flawed, more of a flawed character from that episode, which, you know, well, I'm calling him Charles now because I'm rather upset with him a little bit. So I'll, just, I'll call him Charles. Charles. Like, you, yep, you know, yep, how yep, your mum yep, called you, your, your name, you know. Yeah, you call um, his full name now. Charles Trip Sucker the Third. Yes, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. But, yeah, wow. What, what, a, what a delight. And maybe that's also for the fact that we have just watched some pretty bad episodes in the last yeah. few weeks that it's yeah. just like I've been given this rush of goodness. Um, but no, I was so impressed with about it. I mean, I actually watched it twice in the same day. Um, cause I'd only seen it once before 20 odd years ago. So yeah, no, fantastic. 
Yeah, I, I agree with everyone, of course. Um, some of the things that stood out to me were some of the light humor that uh, Malcolm was experiencing with the uh, Vissian. Uh, mm -hmm. When she was approaching him, oh, you know, I'd like to go to bed with you. And he's like, oh, whoa, whoa, whoa hold on. <laughs> I love a little, that little bit slapsticky. Yeah. I love that cute. scene because he literally bangs his head on nothing. Yes. <laughs> they just throw yeah, the they move past that, 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 that yeah. pole, yeah. don't they? Yeah, yeah. I don't know if they were supposed to CGI something in later, and they're like, eh, it's fine. <laughs> I love the design of the aliens, the Vissians. I, I think that it, it showcases their like exterior cranium where they have more of a, a rounder against their eyes the rounder piece yeah, so kinda, yeah, yeah. perfect example yeah. thank you because it kind of yeah. shows how how uh capable they are in learning it so quickly yeah. so it kind of explains it with the development of the uh corporal lobe i'm not a scientist but uh i thought it was oh. uh, yeah can you believe that never but I, I really appreciated that, and I also appreciated the intro, the the when they first encountered the Vissians, the way the ship design was for the Vissian ship, mm -hmm. the the star that was going to nova at some point, uh, and the reminder that Vulcans live a very long time. There were just so many hitting of the right marks in this episode that I really really appreciated it a lot. And going back watching it because um, it, again it had been about maybe twenty years for me as well, and. You know, when I first got into Enterprise, it had already been off air because when there was an issue here and we didn't get UPN. So I saw the first half of the first season of Enterprise and then nothing. So I had to go back and buy a very expensive DVDs, which I used to have. I still have. You can see it up here. I still have it. Uh, my no. fingers here. I'm not really good. Now we're 50 cents at the flea market. <laughs> that's what sucks. Yeah. Spent Actually, no, that's not true. Those prices are coming back around now, aren't they? Yeah, because there's no more. Because we're getting into antique time period now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, no. That and the loss of, uh, because we're getting so heavy into digital media, and, you know, it's not everywhere at once like it should be. No. So. Mm. so it's amazing. But, yeah, and then the heavy ending of this, and some of the cinematography in this was just incredible. For a, a television show, even Star Trek, I just thought some of the things that they did with the out of focus trip into focus Archer and vice versa, just fantastic. fantastic. That's LeVar Burton for you. Yeah, that makes a lot mm -hmm. of sense. LeVar Burton is incredible uh, in everything he does, you know, <laughs> even guest starring. It's like, oh, great, a LeVar episode. Well, you know, um, no episode that references Shakespeare this much is going to end with a laugh. That's a good point. <laughs> That is a very good point. Very good, very good. All right, so let's move on into our next segment. Redeeming Fate. It looks like gold. Tastes like gold. It is gold. <laughs> Frankie say so, it is. It's yeah, gold. It's gold. <laughs> yes. Uh, this, uh, to me, was definitely a gold episode, um, but I am not the one to start. Let's go with Jason Roy Gaston, Master of Cats. Okay. I have a list. Yes. Redeeming yeah. features is pretty much the entire episode without the titles. Okay. <laughs> no, here we go. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hit my high points just so I save stuff for everybody else. Andreas mm. Katsoulis, as Sean would mm. say. Um, yeah. Yes. Um, I liked that Tucker showed both his growth and his regression in this episode. Because if you remember the first episode, Broken Bow, 
uh, whenever they go through that alien bar, Tucker sees what looks like an alien woman torturing her child. And he's like yelling at her. And to Paul's like, no, no, you, she's helping him breathe. You need to back off. Well, this one, he comes across a similar situation, but instead of immediately jumping in, go, well, that's wrong. You shouldn't do that. He stops himself and he tries to learn before he does anything. And I say he has some regre regression because his instincts take over again. And he starts to impose his own values on an alien race. Uh, so I thought that was a very interesting character development there, that it showed growth and then it showed regression in the same episode. Um, I like the Reed romance. I liked it. It was sweet. Mm. It was nice. Did not feel like padding. And uh, I like that the, I can't remember her name, but I like that the alien armory officer got Reed's innuendo and just went with it. Because normally on some other show, they would just say, oh, okay. But no, mm. she's like, hmm, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I, I like that these were hip aliens. Oh, let's see. What else? Uh, I already talked about how Reed bangs his head on absolutely nothing. Uh, yeah. I don't know if you guys paused Tripp's library of movies. There were some <laughs> very interesting movies in there. Dixon Hill and the Black Orchid, The Bride mm. of Chaotica, it came from beneath the refrigerator, and then Tripp chooses the only actual movie in his library, The Day the Earth Stood Still. Oh. Which is science fiction really what you want to start somebody off on who's never seen a movie before? Probably not. I don't know. It's one of many questionable decisions that he has here. Yeah. Um, Archer's dressing down of Tripp before and after the cogenitor takes uh, her own life. Both of them are written masterfully. Every time Tucker comes up with an excuse, Archer shoots it down. Mm. And, you know, this is one of those times I, I, I've never really thought that Archer was that strong of a commander of a starship commander. But here this was Captain Archer. He was in charge and he was taking no crap from anybody. I really like that. Um, I like that it was an amicable meeting between two races. Um, yeah. It was nice to have somebody not shooting at them. I like that this was an episode of consequences, hard episode, hard lessons learned. And again, this is one of the few episodes where Enterprise actually delivers on its premise that we're going to go and explore the frontier and we're going to mess it up. Dude. I really enjoyed this episode. I say that this is probably, unless I can think of another one, this is probably the strongest episode of Enterprise I've seen. Wow. Sean. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> um, that is, I mean, so much of that I just totally agree with. Um, and they're like... Some of the some of the best bits are exactly like you said, Archer and Trip, because not only is Scott Bakula like smashing it in this episode, yeah. but it's always been for the full two seasons, it's been Archer and Trip, Archer and Trip, Archer and Trip. Mm -hmm. They're they're not just captain and chief engineer. Of course, they're buddies. They go back so long. And I think that Archer really, really delivers on that as well in the very in the very last speech. Um, because he blames himself. And I know we have done things in the past where, you know, captains blame themselves for the actions of the crew, but it's it's more than that. This is someone with whom he has a relationship outside of Enterprise with. And this is someone, like, Trip has let him down, you know, and it's 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 big deal. Someone's dead. You know, there, there's no, like, oh, Trip, I wish you hadn't done that. It's Trip, do you, do you do you understand what you've done and the position you've put Starfleet in? Because that's it as well. Like, you know, this could be the end of any future potential relationship with this alien race. Um, 
And if there if there was one thing, now this is Star Trek as a whole, so this is not just about this. The whole thing is that by the next week, it's it's forgotten. Yeah, now, that that's just a Star Trek trope. Unfortunately, you know, when you have episodic Star Trek, which we did for the longest time, and we would get going into season three of Enterprise. Uh, whereas now, granted, the next episode is also amazing. I love Regeneration. It's an amazing episode. But that's not what we're talking about here. Mm. Um, I thought as well, the way that, you know, you kind of, you see the story unfolding is that the two people to whom Trip sort of asks advice for are both alien characters. You've Phlox mm. and you've Paul, And they are both like, oh, okay, third gender. Yeah, this is this is hardly a shock. You know, we've both we've experienced races or alien species that have this. And, you know, here you have these the, the fun of Star Trek is you throw a load of prosthetics on someone. You call them, uh, you know, uh, a Vulcan. You call them a Denobulan. And basically what they're doing is that. Just keep an open mind. You know, humanity is not the be all and the end all. At one point, Tripp says, you know, well, what about her human rights? And they go, she's not human. Human, Yeah, that was a great line. And it, and, it, and it's really, it, that actually, that reminds me just now I'm thinking of that line in Star Trek VI where the Klingons come to dinner and Chekhov makes a thing about, you know, yes, we believe everyone has human rights. And, you know, because, and uh, as that goes, the very name is racist. Mm. And it, it, you don't think about it until you're in the situation where it's just like, Oh, and especially as well, Jason, uh, Andreas Katsoulis. Um, so sadly, this is his last appearance in Star Trek before his death. But yeah. he is so affable. He is so understanding. And in fact, the only time he's described as upset is off screen. Yeah. You know? um, and you don't get the feeling as well. I Or at least I don't get the feeling that at any point there they're they're angry ass you know like or or that you know they're like oh maybe the humans might actually have an idea here you get this just this immense calm from him going you'll come around you'll you'll, you'll see you'll understand and of course archer does because he doesn't grant asylum um trip doesn't so even though trip i think trip sort of gets it by the end um not that just the fact that interfering jumping in both feet first was the wrong thing to do here um you know there's so many other ways he could have handled what you know the situation as he saw it um and it's heartbreaking that he screwed it all up by you know trying to be the hero and that's what it was, because this, I definitely got the feeling for the whole episode, this was less about the co-genitor mm. and m- way more about Trip. Trip, yeah. thinking he'll be better. Yeah. 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 Well said. VHS Jays? Look, it's hard to add any more to what these two guys yeah, I know. I kind of feel said, like but I will say with, <laughs> I think the frustration with Archer with Trip though was also I mean this is um, basic one on one stuff right it's all around the prime directive you don't go in and mess with a another society and he did that so I think there's a lot of disappointment I mean that's the the driving emotion I get from Archer is just complete and utter disappointment in him um, and deservedly so because at the end of the day Trip was being selfish 
and it's you know we we can paint it all these different ways his intentions were good and all that but that's the reality of it but yes uh, another thing that i loved i did love the relationship between archer and the visian what was his name apologies what was his name andreas katsoulis that's his name I don't yeah. know the I don't know the character's name, but yeah. No, that's, that's what I was after. That's all good. What Andre? Tomalak, Jakar, just uh, oh, yeah. either actor. way, that relationship is very sweet and not something you always see in Star oh, Trek because it is it is counter the instinct of having conflict. Is like these two guys get along, you know, um, which I thought was wonderful, and 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 the tone of that relationship was really sweet. Some of the other things I really love, just minor things here, guys, is the ship. How they're flying a uh, Buck Rogers from 1930s spaceship, <laughs> which is pretty cool. I always love a ship with knobs and levers. It's very rare to see that. I did love that. And uh, the other thing is you mentioned about a movie, them watching a movie. Um, and I don't get it because the version I saw, it wasn't that movie. It was, it was this, <laughs> which I thought was a good choice. Honestly, yeah, yeah. you know. One of the I, best. I, so I don't know what you were talking about. But um, besides <laughs> that, look, it's hard to add any more. I'm just repeating myself at this point. I think we all would agree this this is an effing great episode. Um, and and all I'll say is I walked out of that with thinking, now that's a captain. Yeah. Because he had to do the thing he doesn't want to do because that's not Archer's nature. Nature's yeah. mere affable, let's get along. And he had to be a captain. Yeah. Bravo. That's it. Well done. Well said. Well said. One of the things uh, you were going on about the ship and how it had the knobs, did anyone else feel like um spock's ship from the old uh star trek remake oh, yeah. I, I could see that yeah it had some very similar like you know design maybe i think I, it's I hard because really everybody it's some from a design perspective you end up going to go back to those yeah. things that are almost 100 years old now your flash yeah. gorge your back well gorges. i mean yeah. if you really think about it it's basically a bathysphere it's a yeah. bathysphere that goes into the star. So I, mean, I really like that, that it was cramped and they did have the knobs and they were looking out the little windows and everything. Yeah. I, and I Archer's surfer bro moment. Behind him. Yeah. Oh, I love yeah. Archer's oh, surfer yeah. bro moment when he goes, nah, dude, we go into the wave. Yeah, and I yeah. thought, that's awesome. That was radical. Yeah, that was one, the, one of the <laughs> biggest things that I enjoyed was the pseudoscience of actually being able to coast a, a star that was... Um, having its starburst, so to speak, or ready to collapse. I thought that was incredible. And just the graphics look insane, mm -hmm. amazing, right. too. Was, you know, I thought it was... But 20 years ago, yeah. Problem. Yeah, but 20 years ago, I was like, this is great now. Like, yeah. this is fantastic. And they, I just think that they went above and beyond and everything. They don't uh, overuse it. They, they use it enough. No, it was small. I think. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I must say, the beginning of that episode, they captured something that, you know, we've seen hundreds of times in Star Trek, but they really got the sense of awe about it of them coming up to that. That yeah. anom what was it again? What was the name it of it? It was a star. I'm that old, was a by the way, so I forget everything. Okay. It was um, a star. I mean, we could bring up the synopsis again. <laughs> no, let's not. Let's not do that again. That's good. Either way, <laughs> I felt that scene had a real sense of awe to it, and it's not something you really get out of star trek anymore and it was a nice little reminder that yeah everything's new and fresh for them yeah you know and uh you would imagine this this story is going in the annals of somewhere as a lesson 
for yeah, Starfleet yeah. students one day of not what to do yeah. when coming across a new culture. Yeah, yeah. I think this and, is going to be the, the mind your business uh, section yeah, of Starfleet. Yeah. And, and boys, it, he, uh, he should be court-martialed, right, for this? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, was like, did he... Did he break laws though? Because were there laws on the book about this? Yeah, I think, I, I think the, the the prime directive hadn't yet come into law. Ah. If it had, absolutely, he would be court-martialed. And yeah. again, rightly so, in the context of this. Yeah, it's such a heavy but, ending. But you know, if you really think about it, Art uh, Trip was not the only one who was breaking the prime directive. I know it didn't exist yet, but the Visians. Mm were also interfering in earth culture because they were like oh you like this technology here you go you right don't you yeah, don't have yeah. to develop that we're going to give it to you which you're like yeah that's awesome thanks a lot but you know both sides were kind of that's that's a really good yeah. point because they're so open with their tech they're like oh yeah, yeah we'll give you that. oh we can adapt this no problem yeah. um and i was just i was having a look on memory alpha just before we came on here and uh, something like two or three episodes later in the expanse enterprise gets photonic torpedoes which ah, yeah. um, yep. you know now it could have been they could have been working on it already because the klingons had it before this mm. but still it's just like so maybe this is a glass half full they didn't end diplomatic relations yeah you know, maybe you know um maybe they just said yeah listen we'll just make sure that trip doesn't make it out alive and you know we'll all be friends again <laughs> well good news he doesn't <laughs> was i the I... only one in the episode that almost smelt the pungent of that food i don't know what is going on in my brain i thought <laughs> oh, i might yeah. be having a stroke at the time but they just the way they described how the look on trip's face i think when he goes to eat i'm like oh yeah that must really stink but yeah, I'd eat it too. So what can yeah. I say? Hey, I'll try anything once, you know. Uh, <laughs> so let us, uh, we're cutting the commercial. Yeah, we'll cut to a commercial. Sounds yeah, good. Have a little break. Thank you to our sponsor, I suppose. You will regret defying me! For 30 years, you've sat and watched. Red now it's your turn to enter the 24th century. Star Trek The Experience at the Las Vegas Hilton. This time, it's real. For ticket information, call 1-888-GO-BOLDLY. R.I.P. Uh, wow, that's still open, right? I oh. called that number and all I got was some very <laughs> angry person who didn't speak English and I don't know what's going on. Apparently, he's been getting lots of them. <laughs> that, that hurts me right where my heart is supposed to be because I never got to go. I went twice here. You went twice? I went twice. I do. Uh, my ex is in all of them, though. Oh. I do have a burn hole through it. No, I've got a bunch of pictures inside of Quarks. and things. I've got oh, a picture my. of me sitting in the captain's chair because I, I sprang for the behind-the-scenes tour whenever it was shutting down. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, oh, I missed that place. It was great. Just walking the promenade so of Space Nine, buying things, and oh wow! Yeah, the uh, the Captain Janeway ribeye was—you just couldn't beat that. It was great. Did it come with a cup of coffee? It should have. It's, it's, I think it was marinated. Missed opportunity. Yeah. <laughs> missed opportunity. That's why like, they closed oh. down, Joe. Decisions <laughs> yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah. in the shape of a salamander. That's perfect. That's perfect. That's perfect. Oh my All God. right, it's time. Can we it do this? Time. It's my favorite bit. 
Yes, please. The Wheel of Agony! Here we are. As you can see, Sean, everything's overproduced for no real reason. <laughs> brilliant. Brilliant. That's, that's the way it I, yeah. I love that Sub Rosa is the deepest color of red. Yes, because that's how much I despise. Now, just to explain to Sean how this works, we have a slew of red, which are what we consider bad episodes. But in the blue, because we've been going for so much torture, we decided to add some drops of ecstasy. <laughs> Not the drug, but just the feeling. Um, so we have in the in the good ones, we have the best of both worlds, part one. In the pale moonlight, such sweet sorrow. They're three episodes we've, we've put as good, and then the rest are just trash. So, uh, so we're giving ourselves, I would say, twenty five percent chance, maybe a twenty percent yeah. chance today of landing on something good for next week. Um. All right, guys, any questions before we spin the wheel? I'm good. Sean? I'm good. All yeah, right. why, why is Coda in red? Ah! <laughs> oh, here we go. Coda is in red. You know, that's what we're finding, too. There's a group of us that comes up to this. And every now and again, a la this episode we just watched, because one of our um, uh, co-hosts actually doesn't like the episode at all. Right. Um. So we get that. So Coda, you're in defense of Coda, you're saying, Sean? I am indeed. I am indeed. Yeah, I think uh, yeah, there are some pretty chilling moments in that. Oh, wow. Mm. Well, when we spin on it one day, hopefully we can convince you again to... <laughs> Stay up late and hang out with to us. De <laughs> to defend your honor on Coda. There you All go. right, Thank let's you. do it. Thank you. Here we go. Oh, the sound on uh, Coda. <laughs> Here we go. Oh, look. Oh, oh so close yet so far. Oh, okay, man. so good news. I mean, bad news. It's the bad news. Good news. It's Meg Foster. Oh, yes, I do love Meg yeah. Foster. Mm -hmm. yes. Oh, yes. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. Yes. Good point. Oh, well, that's it. Another, another episode has been chosen. We removed that slice from the wheel. We don't have that many left now. But yeah. uh, there you go. That's the Wheel of Agony. We're doing the muse next week. <laughs> We're doing He's like, excuse me. Time for a second. And then, oh, and then wait, just almost like you threw him out. Oh, there you go. Uh, any advice cool. for us next week, Sean, in watching this? You got any advice how we can get through the muse? Um, yes, actually, because do you know what? What I will say in defense of the muse ahead of time is that the scenes between Renee and Majel are... I mean, they're just lovely. I mean, look, the whole Jake subplot, unfortunately, just kind of falls a bit flat. But as you say, Meg Foster's brilliant. Um, but, oh, everything with Loxana and Odo, I am just like, ah, yeah. I also, I might be misremembering this, but is Michael and Sarah in this one? It's been a while. Yeah, uh, I don't remember. Co-host, no one? No one here. Usually, Jason. We're certainly no. not going to be the resource for this. <laughs> I, I think I saw this episode once whenever it oh, first wow. aired, and that's it. And that's been like thirty years. So I. No, I've seen it a couple of times. I, I just yeah, can't I remember recent. that bit. Yeah, because yeah, I did a whole rewatch. I love the sign. It's my favorite. 
Yeah. And I, I constantly watch it. So is I, this I know one I of those trauma things where it's that bad you just block out elements <laughs> of the trauma? That was so. storytellers for me. <laughs> oh, that one! I, I did. I didn't rewatch that, one, on that one recently. Yeah, that one's That's terrible. It. Yeah, that was. Well, we'll have to add a fresh bunch for next season, so yeah. we'll be able to get all them on. So yeah, for sure. yeah, we'll we'll get them on there. We'll get them on there. Absolutely. All right. So it's the aftermath. Oh, yes, we're going to go into the aftermath. Now, why don't you go back to your quarters? I'll be along shortly to say hello. I keep saying it. Every week I watch that and get more and more attracted to it. I need to be asking questions of myself. (laughs) It is seriously erotic and terrifying at the same time. Which is Right? I'm not alone here. how I like it. (laughs) Erotifying? (laughs) What did you say, Sean? Erotifying? Erotifying. <laughs> yeah. There it is. Perfect. 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 All right. So uh any final thoughts on this episode or the next episode? I I think Jason has some. <laughs> the notes came up. No, I checked. Uh I went to Memory Alpha because I was curious to see if the Visians ever showed up again. And they have not, unfortunately. Oh. But it does say that in a novel. Archer does convince the Visians to join the Alliance and help fight the Romulans during the Romulan War. So oh, apparently cool. the uh, the Alliance with the Visians were not completely destroyed in this one. So I think it was along the line of, okay, but Trip better not get in our ship. Well, he's dead. Okay, we're coming. Because <laughs> they're such nice people. Yeah. You yeah. feel like Lower Decks. There's material to mine there, oh my you gosh. know. Lower yeah. Decks. Because you know that crew's going to exploit those people is so quickly. Right. Right. Yes. <laughs> I, I'd say, like, if, if, if they do show up in Lower Decks, which I would love, you know what they do now is that at this stage, the cogenitors run the entire society. Oh, and, um, yeah. You know, it's gone completely the other way around. Right. Um, yeah, like, I guess I just, it, it was just, a, it, it's a great episode for, it's a slice of life episode, mm. you know, and the fact that we haven't revisited and that we haven't done them again, it's, it's good because you kind of have to address the idea of well what's the story like are they subjugating part of their you know part of their society should they be should we be doing something to get involved i think you couldn't avoid that if you bring them back again whereas the way they've done it um i mean if to do it in a serious way like it lowered x you could have all of the fun with that you know you can right. you mm. can play with it um i just think yeah so so powerful. I did think it was a bit cruel that okay, Trip didn't really have any consequences by the end of it. So it said they just killed his sister when the Zindi attacked uh, Expanse. Right. I, I think that's that's a bit full on. <laughs> <isn't it? laughs> they put a pin life. in that for oh, a little bit though, didn't they? Uh, no, we're yeah. not gonna forget about that. We get <laughs> you didn't think we'd just forgotten, did you? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. If the you rearrange game. some words in Zindi, it spells Vissian. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There it is. There. Let Trip yeah. know it was me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, Trip's yeah. dead. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, before we wrap it up, I want to be a bit exploitive here because Sean's here and I'd love to hear his thoughts. And I'm sure he's done it online anyway. But Strange New World Season 2 trailer, that one that just came up the other day. Like, what do you think? I I just love the art style and the tone of this show. It seems it seems to be a lot of light against some of the dark stuff. I think we got coming down the pipeline. 
Um, absolutely, I it is something I'm really looking forward to because I just I loved season one. You know, mm-hmm. um, I Same. just thought it was, you know, it was fun. I, I was I've I've made the point a few times that I just thought like you know, we get it, Pike's going in the chair. Can we get? But even that, as long as they don't do that again in season two, we we get it, Pike. We, but I th- I don't think they will. I think they've they've covered that now. Um, yeah, and I I just love the fact that like. You know, oh my God, Una's been arrested. She's in literally every trailer. I'm not yes. worried about the outcome of her trial. Right, yeah, I know this trial's going to go well for her. Yeah. I hope they lower deck it where it all happens off screen and like I don't know, Uhura and and uh, Navi are out there trying to save her, and they get back to the ship and she's waiting there. Where have you two been? Oh yeah, yeah. the trial happened already. Just don't I was mention fine. it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, Absolutely. That, that would, I, I would love. Oh, I will that say though, Hammer walks in. Has anyone has anyone heard about the Black Mountain? Oh, please, please. <laughs> and when you're thinking about this new engineer, right? Is anyone else getting like uh, this is Spinal Tap drummer vibes with the engineers on this show? <laughs> <laughs> like that because that's what I'm getting. Hey, she's not on the main poster, and she wasn't in a lot. So, and I love that actress, Carol Kane. She's She's crazy. So I I kind of I'm kind of looking forward to the running gag of the uh the the revolving door of engineers, you know. Oh my god, they killed Priya. Yeah. You <laughs> bastards. <Yes>. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, I just think uh, that would be a fun. And, and then the, they... the the crossover moment. <gasps> I think everybody oh, yes. like lost oh, it over that. Cannot wait. Yeah. Can I can I nitpick a little bit? Purple eyebrows a bit much. Just saying. No, does he have purple eyebrows in the cartoon? But I think it'd be thick. All I'm saying. Good lord! Just thin it down a little bit. Jack Quaid has clearly on the on the yeah, example of yeah. maintenance of <laughs> clearly. Clearly, <laughs> the two of us at the top. You know what's funny? It's the two of us at the top, and then the guys that are in good. <laughs> yeah, there of it course. is. Of course, well, we of course. stand on the of shoulders course. of greatness, Joe. Yeah, that's, that's what, what we're it doing. Is. It is. Yeah. Somebody's got to be on the show as eye yeah. candy. And Unfortunately yeah. for Jason, I had to buy tacos earlier, so <laughs> yeah. you can deal with that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, that's it. I've got nothing more to add. Let's, All right. let's get hey, out of here so Sean, we can go live a life. Thank you so much. Tell people where some of the exciting things you're doing and, mm. uh, of course, some of the exciting interviews you're having let's let's hear it all oh yeah amazing stuff we uh well we are super 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 happy to say that this week on clone store jim maley uh is our guest they played Very esmar cool. in season three of picard yeah. um joseph who's, who's my co-host along with mike is making the joke that i'm just basically working my way through all of the picard um crew and i'm kind of getting there jerry ryan mm-hmm. i'm coming for you <laughs> oh yes absolutely yeah. Um, so, and yeah, we have, we have, um, a couple more coming up, uh, fun, fun one, uh, which we released in a couple of weeks is, uh, for RuPaul's Drag Race fans out there, Ooh. Pandora Box, uh, is one of our guests. Uh, awesome. so, uh, uh that's awesome. brilliant. Just yeah. so, so, so brilliant. Me and then, the wife watch uh, all of them, like the UK uh, version, the Australian version, the American version. Yeah. So, I yeah. saw it filmed in Bryant Park. Uh, and yeah. I saw RuPaul, and I was like, "Oh, that's a really tall!" Like, oh my God, it's RuPaul! <laughs> my friends like, "Really? Where?" You know. So that was a fun moment. We always but, have that moment looking at each other, where you're going like, we're, "We're invested at this point in this series, aren't we?" Yeah. It's just, it's just like, yep, that's what we do now. Yeah. Thank you. Ah. <laughs> I got so transfixed by the cat. I'm so happy. <laughs> yeah, I know. Just just random cat. Random cat. <laughs> well, go ahead, Shauna. What else is going on? 
we've got loads of stuff coming up on Trek Culture. Obviously, June 15th, Strange New Worlds is back, so the ups and downs are yes. starting again. Yes. Um, uh, so spare a thought for poor Chris, the editor, um, <laughs> who yeah, will be entering wow. the next 10 weeks of not sleeping. Um, yeah. I feel through, uh, mate. I know. That's what I do as well. No shit. Yeah. 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 Um, what else as well? I think I think that's 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 the big stuff for the moment because we, we don't have a date yet on when Lower Decks is back. I'm just sort of assuming Lower Decks is going to start either right after Strange New Worlds or hopefully not the same weeks. It's really quite difficult when they do that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't think they're going to do the same. They're not going to lay it. I think it'll be August that uh, Lower Decks comes back. Have, yeah, that, that sort I of... I think it was theory. around that time last year. Yeah. Yeah, mm. yeah. And so you get a break. A, you get a break, Sean. <laughs> not because that you got lower decks never you got about so much star trek yeah yeah this is this is a new golden era of star trek and i'm here for yeah. that. Well, that's what i mean we've got prodigy straight after that season two of that yeah, mm-hmm. Christmas time. Yeah. So, um, i cannot wait for that i yes. i think i think a lot of a lot of people for so many reasons um marketing being one of them a lot of people kind of slept on the first half of season one of prodigy um, I know over here it was very strange. Like it was kind of it was on Nickelodeon, but then Paramount Plus hadn't launched yet over here, and then they didn't know how to advertise it because it's technically a kids show, but then it's also for. And it was just like, oh my god! And so yeah, when the second half of the season came back, I think more people started to be like, oh, actually, this is good. Like, We've been telling you this. Yeah. So um, I'm really looking forward to now that. Paramount Plus is a bit more widespread in terms of its release. People being able to just watch Prodigy as it releases for season yes. two. Because definitely do, because it's so good. So good. It and is, it is. I think the Nickelodeon brand, it did. It's the sticker, because we all programmed to go, oh, Nickelodeon, that's kids. But the moment you watch that series, you realize they don't dumb it down at all. This mm-hmm. is as valid storytelling as any other version of Star Trek. Um yeah, so, yeah, I think you're right, though. Everyone's kind of caught up at the second half of that season one now. Yeah, and everybody knows what happens to the E because of Prodigy. It yep. wasn't his fault. It was not Very his true. fault. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Damn well, kids. I still like the idea that Riker might think it might be his fault. You know, even though we know it's not his fault, but yeah. the, some of his peers have that slight little bit of doubt. I think that's a fun thing. Do you hear yourself? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I love that. Yeah, Shall make cool. it a threesome. What are some of these? Well, yeah. These lines that shouldn't have worked, but just out of his mouth, the way right. he delivered those lines, spot on. Spot yeah. on. Yeah. Well, that's going to wrap it up for this episode of The Agony Booth. Sean, once again, thank you so much for staying up late and hanging out with us. This is our global episode. We've got UK, yeah. Ireland there. Um, Australia, Texas, because that's its own thing, and <laughs> we here in the United States. <laughs> oh, thanks you all for joining us. Uh, please be sure to uh, be nice to each other. Uh, be nice to us. Like and share and subscribe. We are just one away from a nice round number, so we'd appreciate it if you would subscribe and share with your friends because everybody loves to be in agony and ecstasy. And this is a great example of both. So until next time, live long and prosper, y'all. Check out SpectrumSanctorum.net for all of our podcast merch. We have an entire merch store ready to give you all the things that you loved about our podcast. And get notified on all of our socials, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, and our Spectrum Sanctorum merch store. 
follow us today and be sure to hit that bell when you're watching our YouTube videos so you can be notified of when a new episode releases.